Well, this is, uh, you know, generally considered a tremendous draft. Uh, all the pundits are saying the Warriors really scored last night. Here's the man in the middle of it, Bob Myers, the general manager. I guess congratulations in order, Bob. I guess, guys. You know how it is. I mean, everybody gets excited about their draft, but if they can't play, you guys will be ripping them, and so will I in, in, uh, in the middle of the season. So. <laughs> and, and so will you. Okay. Yeah, I will, too. So we'll be on the same page. So it's great. We, we are excited. I think everybody, if you're not excited, you try to convince yourself. I don't think we have to convince ourselves to get excited this year, but um, I think um, with these group of players, it gives us a chance to be better and win some more games, guys. I don't know how far you can go with this, but... Did you think, because uh, a lot of people projected Barnes to go top four, did you have to readjust any thinking at the last minute when he came available? Well, you know what? I, what you do in the room, Gary and Larry, is that you, you plan for what the worst-case scenarios are. So Joe, Jerry, we're all sitting in the room in our whole group, and um, everybody keeps talking about, what if this guy's there? I said, forget about what's good. Those are easy decisions. Let's talk about if there's scenarios that we don't like. So we spent more time talking about what if Barnes wasn't there because um, we would be thrilled if he was, which he was, worked out great. But I didn't think he'd be there, guys. Did you? How much pressure? Well, obviously there's pressure. But here you are. You've been a general manager for a couple months. <laughs> On one side is $450 million that Joe paid for the team. And then Jerry West is on the other side. How do you work in, hey, I'm the boss, both of you guys stay quiet? <laughs> no, 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 come on, all kidding. Oh, How do you work boy. that? I don't know if you work that. You, you don't you, work uh, it, You sure. don't work that. You manage the room. Yeah. I was talking to Danny Ainge, and he said, I talked to him before the draft. He said, <laughs> the hardest part isn't making the pick, it's managing the room. Yeah. And uh, making the pick is obviously difficult, but you put that type of work in before, but... Sometimes the room can get uh, can get crazy. It's a lot of voices, a lot of opinions. It's a big decision for the franchise. But thankfully, we did our work before. We had a real big session on uh, Wednesday, long till midnight. Uh, we had a big, big amount of discussion. So when we got there Thursday night, we were pretty clear on how we ranked players. So when the moment came, we were fine. But yeah, certainly, I'm not. I, I don't pretend to be a guy that's going to look at Joe Lacob and tell him what not to do or Jerry West. These are uh, established guys and. I'm just glad it worked out. Yeah, the room dynamics here. I mean, to me, I was joking with Gary yesterday, Bob, that, you know, I mean, this is this would be a tough thing for you. You got Larry Riley, who, you know, had the job a year ago. You got you got Jerry West, who's only the logo. You got the <laughs> you got the owner who who knows a little bit of something, which is always dangerous. You got his kid there, who's obviously a very a big part of the front office. You're there in your first draft. You got Mark Jackson there. You got uh, the guy who I heard yesterday with Fitz was fantastic. One of the scouts, yep, uh, yep. Larry uh, Harris. Larry Harris, who's right. obviously a genius. That guy knows Bob, tons. did Fitz rip the draft choices? <laughs> no, but you know, Fitz might have been tipped a- off, though, because he did say Harrison Barnes <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> you know, if it's you two guys in the room, I got no problem telling you guys you don't know what you're talking about. But if it's <laughs> if it's established people like the like the logo, it was funny. I was joking around with another general manager. I said, you don't disagree with the logo. I said, you just don't do that. Yeah. But we had a good room. It was a lot of fun. And I think if you're not having a lively debate, and you're just sitting around agreeing with each other, I don't think you're doing your job. And thankfully, if you can, hopefully you all agree, but if you can disagree, you do it respectfully. But we had all our knockdown, drag out conversations on Wednesday. So when Thursday came, it was getting on the same page, which we all did pretty easily. But um, it's a fun group. We had yeah. a lot of fun. We just had Azili on. He's charming as hell. And if he can play all the better, on paper, it looks like you would have, or there's a good chance, 
three rookies, the top three guys. The Bosnia guy apparently is going to stay overseas. But the top three guys you picked will be on your roster. Is that the early plan? Yeah. I mean, mm -hmm. I think that's the, the early, late, middle plan, too. I think oh, okay. um, we like those guys, and we think they all can play basketball. It's um, we're, we're thrilled. You, you, you look at the board when you're going through the process, and you, you identify guys. You probably get too attached to certain players because you just – you cover them in a certain way where it goes beyond a professional thing. You just really start liking guys, and so you you hope that they're there. And with Azili, we were shocked that he'd be there. We had about three different scenarios to move up to get him. And you guys had him on. I mean, you haven't seen him yet, but but uh, you can tell just by talking to him for 10 minutes how good of a quality guy he is. If great the game guy. was tomorrow, would Barnes start? I don't know. I, it'd be it'd be great to see if he started. That'd be great. I mean, in one sense, I'd I'd say that's great that we got a guy that can start for us right away. In another sense, I'd say, well, Darrell, you know, I wish you wouldn't have given it up to a rookie. So the best thing about our coach and our organization is, I would tell you know, if 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 Azili beats out Bogut, that's fine. I don't want that to happen <laughs> because one's making a million, one's making fourteen. Hey, Bob, it better not be fine. <laughs> no, <laughs> what the hell? Who are you kidding? It's a nightmare. Oh my hey, gosh, it's probably not fine. You want Joe to get booed again? Good yeah, exactly. grief! Exactly. Joe will be making another next speech. Will be from uh, outside the city. He'll be, be, be on satellite on the screen. Well, since you brought it up, what do you what do you do? You can't have three centers, and you got to try and move Bedrich. Well, you know what? If you, you can watch have three. the game. No, Wait, let, me let me tell you something. That's a good yeah. question. You watch the playoffs. You watch it well. Yeah, it was, it was decent. <laughs> Not great. Decent. Medium. Um, yeah. right, yeah, yeah. oh, and don't man. think I forgot what you said when you go, hey, if I was talking to you and Larry, I'd tell you anything. Now, you know, even yeah, though it's yeah. Jerry West and Joe, we oh. have our own pride. When you host oh, a talk boy. show, you don't think we got this job by not knowing our stuff. <laughs> yeah. We can rip with the best of them, oh, Bob. Boy. We no, can bring you guys to your knees. We're radio talk show hosts. Never forget it. Respect. <laughs> oh, boy. You want me to answer your question? I don't even remember what it was, but go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. It was um, three seven-footers. It's yes. actually a luxury. I think if you look at the playoffs, and that's hopefully where we will be, you got to have bigs, and you got to have extra bigs. And I think um, for whatever reason, a lot of them don't make it seven, 82 games. That's one, one issue. Is it, you know, like Seven-footers, for whatever reason, Dwight Howard's an anomaly, but seven-footers come up with a lot of different ailments. So to have three to plug in is, is great. And then certainly... We played Dwight Howard last year uh, early in the season, and uh, all of a sudden Kwame was hurt, and then Beedron's fouled out, and you're guarding him with David Lee, and that doesn't work. So you need to have extra bigs on the bench, and uh, to me it's a luxury. You'd love to have seven-footers. Hey, Bob Myers with us on KMBRs. We talk a little bit about the Warrior draft. Uh, I love this draft. I mean, I, I think Barnes could have gone second to Charlotte. I think they blew it by not taking Barnes in some ways because I think there's a lot of upside to his game. I think Carolina, Carolina's program, you know, minimized Jordan's talent. I think they minimized Barnes's talent as well. I think he's going to be a better pro than a than a, than a college player. And I love Draymond Green, and I think Azili's the real deal. So I love this draft, but I don't do Tony the Tiger radio. So let me just throw, you know, yeah. they're great, you know, <laughs> but let me let me just throw this one to you. This is what I see the negatives on Barnes. A lot of talk is he doesn't have much of a first step, mm -hmm. that he can't beat anybody off the dribble, that he's very one-dimensional. Wait, that I he's... thought you loved it. No, no, this is the negatives. <laughs> going the these other are the, way, isn't these are the negatives, that he's one-dimensional, <laughs> that he can't finish at the rim, that he can't beat people off the mm -hmm. dribble. What I saw, though, is when Kendall Marshall went out, the point guard, in the final couple tournament games, this guy really did seem like a fish out of water. Like, maybe he does struggle to create for himself. Yeah. Address that criticism. What do you see with Barnes? Can he create for himself, or does he need to be set up at the rim by a, by an astute point guard? 
Larry, you're, are you, is basketball your sport? Or are you kind of a basketball guy? <laughs> I will know. No, I'm Bob, Bob, no, will I'm you serious. stop I'm it? I'm just serious. I'm asking. Ralph's questions like were never that long for crime. I know Gary sense. hit a couple three-pointers in high school. <laughs> that doesn't make you an expert in the game. Bob, I could outshoot you. Now, no offense. Now I'm mad. <laughs> Gary took a drink of water in between yeah, yeah, one of the yeah. jumpers, and he's Come played on. You it were probably a better player, but Bob, I could outshoot you. I can just tell you know, where our, a you know where our shooter, practice Bob. facility is, right? We're 1011 Broadway. Let's. I'll be here all day, unfortunately. All right. Come I'll tell you what. I'll start with with uh, Larry Riley and then advance <laughs> to you. But go ahead. <laughs> hey. So 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 uh, Larry, you're right. Those are the criticisms. If you want to, if you want, that's probably why two didn't take him, or three didn't take him, or four didn't take him. If you want to find fault with them, you'll say those things. But it's interesting. I compare this to what happened last year with Clay Thompson. Why did he go 11? A lot of people would say not athletic enough, can't play in the pick and roll, can't defend. All he did was prove everybody wrong. So the best thing about Harrison Barnes is this. I think if you said all those things to him, he wouldn't get defensive. He'd say, you know what? All right, well, I'm going to have to go out there and show I can do those things. We believe he can. Like you prefaced the question, I think he's got a lot of upside. We think that Carolina, although a great program, does not showcase the individuality of a lot of players. We think he can do more in the NBA. But here's the best thing about him. Uh, Our coaches texted with him last night. He's coming in to work out tomorrow. That's great. I mean, a lot of these guys say, hey, I got some work to do at my house. I'll be there when I get there. He's coming in. He's going to be working out in our facility tomorrow. So that shows you a little bit about him. He's going to get better. The best thing about drafting these three guys is they're going to get better. They're not a finished product by any means. All right. Bob Myers is our guest general manager of the Warriors. One more thing on Barnes. I, I, I saw a couple interviews with him last night, and there's something about when you come from a program like North Carolina, he's used to being interviewed. You know what I mean, Bob? This guy, yeah. in fact, by the time he got to Port Tim Roy, I'm in my car, he was pretty much like, hey, when's this thing going to end? You know, he know he's tired of talking about himself. Tim got him last. and yeah. but, but you know what I'm saying? Is there something when you come from those programs, you know, obviously if you can play, you can play. But there's a maturity level that I think comes with being from one of those places. Would you agree? A hundred percent. I had I represented Antoine James. I mean, these guys. It's just a different breed of player. I don't know if it's North Carolina attracts that type of person or they cultivate cultivate that type of person. But he um he has it all. And maybe because guys, he's he was he's been in this light since high school. And I, and I think some people that kind of sends you in the wrong direction. But he was able to embrace it and take it for what it was. Keep keep his humility. But when Joe and I flew to New York to see him work out and talk to him he showed up in New York and it wasn't it wasn't cool out and he had a suit on and so he didn't we didn't see him in his suit he changed his workout gear and I his agent said you know you guys don't even know it but he showed up to talk to you guys in a suit and that's a small thing but the fact this guy cares that much and says the owner of the team's coming to meet me I'm not going to show up in shorts and a a tank top I'm meeting an owner of an NBA team I'm going to show up in a suit small point but that shows you what kind of what you have on Bob not that sweater from your publicity photo is it unbelievable (laughs) yeah no no what what do you have on I'm looking at you right now I'm not what do you have going is that a pinstripe deal (laughs) oh Bob no offense you you hey you'd have to cut Steph Curry to afford one of these suits I'll tell you that right Uh, by the way the suits were a little tight last night on these guys. Oh, guys are, yeah. Can the guys wear tighter suits? They, yeah. they used to wear loose suits. Now no, everybody's yeah. got these skin tight no, suits. No, it's because of guys like, hey, Bob, you know what it's cute to me, though? It's these guys are all supposed to be college kids, 19 years of age, and they're wearing $3,000 suits. It's unbelievable. It's agents like you that have yeah. improved the dress code for the draft, Bob. Congratulations. I, I take that as, I don't know if that's a compliment, but I, I'll take it. But what do you do? <laughs> all kidding aside, what do you guys? Yeah. Like, here, we'll buy you five suits, come with us. No, man, you 
you know what happens. I'll yeah. tell you what happens. They have people <laughs> coming at them ten different ways because what happens is, is the des- these suit designers want to get their business when they start making money, so they make them free suits. So they get all these Caceres. Yeah. <laughs> no, have you heard of that? that's that's yeah. who does Larry's suits, Caceres. Yeah, in go. Dublin, right behind Hooters. So uh, hey. That's a good plug. <laughs> yeah. You guys are fun. I like talking to you guys. Yeah. Hey, Bob. Bob, any, any Bob, I heard names? you say the same thing to the FM station. We stop yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. We sound right. better on AM. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, let me let me ask you this one. Uh, any any names after the draft? Because, you know, I get the hardcore of hardcore NBA fans, wow. Warrior fans, knocking on me. Hey, find out. I mean, did they sign Drew Gordon? Did they sign yeah. – somebody asked me, did they sign Cameron Moore and Scott Machado? There was a lot of good, talented players. This might have been the deepest draft we've seen in a long, long time. Have you guys made any connection with anybody outside of the guys you picked uh, yeah, you're, you're, for your uh, summer league? You're digging pretty deep. Machado, I know his agent um, from from my old days, but he, I, I tried. We tried with Machado because I think he could be good. He said he had a bunch of different offers. I don't know if we're going to get him on our summer league team, but that's what we did. Everybody, they think you, you draft your last player, you go home. And we were here till one in the morning looking at summer league roster. Um, we've got some guys, none of the guys you mentioned, I don't think, but we've got some guys we hope can, can do it. But here's the deal with our roster, Larry. It's, it's, it's tough. It's going to be tough for a player to make. We have so much youth. If we're going to add players to this team, it's going to have to be some veterans. We're, we're, we're just a very young team right now. Why didn't Drew Gooden, uh, uh, or Drew Gordon, excuse me, a lot, lot of interest here because uh, he went to Midi and we followed him to UCLA and, and then New Mexico. Why do you think he didn't get drafted? Man, that's a tough one. Was he on your he, board, he produced, Bob? He was on our board. He yeah. was on our board. But at that position, which we feel like he was a four, I think he'd be hard for him to play five in the NBA. But you know, at that position, there was a lot of players. And we looked at him, obviously being a local guy. He worked out for us, did well. He worked out at a couple of the camps prior to the draft. Tough player, good player, produced uh, produced in college. Had great numbers. I think averaged over 10 rebounds a game. We felt like for us, seeing Draymond Green on the board, better fit for us, uh, mo- more dimensional player. I can't answer to the other teams, but um, I think Drew Gordon's got a chance to uh, to be in the league. And I think, what, he, is he going to Dallas? Is yeah, he's going, going to Dallas. But yeah. uh, hey, Draymond might have been the steal of the draft. I mean, yeah. if this draft happens two days after the end of the college basketball season, this guy may go in the lottery. I mean, yeah. that's that's how, and yet, because the draft is months after the end of the college basketball season and everybody measures and pokes and prods, suddenly they forget who the real good players were. This guy was flat-out dominant in college yeah. basketball. I thought that was the best pick. And, and thanks, Larry. And I think one thing people forget, which is, to me, the thing you can't ever overlook, is can can the player you're drafting play basketball? I mean, that sounds simple but you get so caught up in this guy's long and he's athletic and he's potentially good but you're looking at a guy that doesn't know how to play basketball it doesn't matter so i think when you look at a guy like draymond green he is one of the best basketball players in the country uh, as an amateur and now he's a pro but we're thrilled to get a guy like that especially at 35 we were really really surprised he was there all right and last one bob obviously it was a great night for the warriors or it appears to be a great night for the warriors on the mark jackson thing just so you know where we're coming from hey uh we're doing okay so we don't have to you know do the obvious it was right. an embarrassing situation right. we're not in other words we're not taking calls we're not right. belaboring the point but right. because it's obvious mark yeah. embarrassed himself it's it right. was a real uh tough thing to deal with and again my line i want to get my initials on this not larry's but my line is the, the one thing everybody makes mistakes every everybody you know it's it's just bad with the with mm-hmm. the preacher tag next to right. his name and all that goes with it my line was what Mark did at the end of the day is 
just lessened the rope a little bit, and that, boy, he has to win next year or it's going to be pretty tough to uh, continue to work. I'm not asking you to respond right. to that, but that's right. what I said. That's, that's where we go. What's your statement on what took place yesterday? Well, well, separate from the draft, obviously a heck of a lot going on. But what I what I would tell you is I've known Mark for uh, about man about 12 years, and I uh, to me he's been great. He's a great person, and uh, this is unfortunate. It's unfortunate for his family, for himself. Um, we're gonna stand by him, and um, I know it's been tough for him, I, for especially as much as he cares about this organization. For this to come to light uh, yesterday, uh, um, I gave him a hug. You know, it's tough. I mean, I, I think, um, you know, he uh, he's going through it right now. So we're, we're going to stand by him. And if you can answer, the obvious thing is he has to come through right now. You know what? I, I look at that two ways, Gary. We, we feel like our team's a lot better. So if I'm going to put pressure on Mark to win, it's not going to be because of this. It's because we think we've given him a roster to, to win with. So the accountability is going to come from that standpoint um, is what I'm saying. All right. Congratulations, Bob. And uh, always remember, as if I have to tell you, if these guys pan out, Joe Lacob, what an eye for talent. If they bomb, that kid Myers didn't come through. There you go. Or, or, or he didn't less listen to West. <laughs> yeah. hey, hey, Bob, you're a great guest. Thanks. Thanks, Bob. Uh, thanks, guys. Appreciate it. All right. He is a good guest. He really is. Well, he's good. He's good on everybody. I mean, he's good. that's why I'd like to. Why don't we sign him up? Let's Exclusive. pay Bob. Make him an Let's pay Bob. insider. Yeah.